Gearbook Sportscast. I'm your host, Doug. It's for nurses and flight attendants. College football. College football. Is somebody helping you? Over here, is somebody helping you? Do you need something? As you can wait, this is important. <laughs> Start over. Who has time for that? It's uh, the yearbook podcast. Again, college football. Oh, Massachusetts football. We just can't quit you. The Minutemen, whose season is over, uh, had a really hard time again this season. They won only one game. They were reportedly the worst Division 1A defense in Division 1A defense history. If you don't follow college football that closely, Division 1A, as it still should be called, is the biggest of the big time. That is the level that USC... Uh, Penn State, Michigan, Florida, LSU, Oklahoma, all the big names, et cetera. That's the level they all play on. Massachusetts only joined that level in 2012. And already there is much concern about whether UMass can ever be competitive. Again, it's only been eight years. The first 77 years of Kansas State's football history called. Anyway, UMass, as it's called, has been terrible, but always interesting. A former player, Andy Isabella, is now a pro. Yes, in the NFL. So are former Minutemen Tajay Sharp and Elijah Wilkinson. They're in the NFL. Safety Martin Mangrum was going to leave school early last season to pursue aerospace engineering. He was going to graduate, I believe, as a junior to pursue aerospace engineering as a profession. He was ultimately convinced to stay for another year by new coach Walt Bell, UMass's Sean McVay guy. Since coach uh, Sean McVay recently Zen mastered the LA Rams into an instant contender, teams have all been hiring their own McVay guys. Young, nice haircut, having slender offensive gurus like the Packers' Matt LaFleur and UMass's Bell, who looks somewhat like LaFleur. But the biggest reason we can't quit UMass is senior Isaiah Rogers. All-purpose yards are yards gained any way you can get them. You can catch passes, you can run, you can return interceptions, return kicks and punts. Any way you can amass that yardage counts in all-purpose yards. With only one game left in the regular season, literally just one game, Army-Navy, the NCAA includes bowl game and playoff stats in your regular season stats, but they shouldn't. Rodgers is among the Division 1A leaders in all-purpose yards. He got as high as 22nd this year, and right now he's tied for 29th in the entire country. What's incredible is Rodgers is a defensive back. He's a defensive player. He is the only non-quarterback receiver or running back in the top 200 in all-purpose yards. Rodgers has amassed all those yards returning kickoffs, punts, and interceptions. He's a standout on that statistically terrible defense. Is Isaiah Rodgers also a future pro? Impossible to tell. Everybody lies. But he's completely unique, and he's unique on a unique team everyone's forgotten about. Don't confuse that with the men's basketball player who's also unique just a few hours to the south. And actually, this player has actually, coincidentally, he's taken that trip a few hours to the south from Amherst, Massachusetts, where he started off playing men's basketball at UMass and now plays men's basketball at Division I St. Francis College in Brooklyn, New York. He's unique. His name is unique. Literally, his first name is unique. The, that's, that's his name. Although, at a recent road game, a very funny opposing student section chose not to uh, take out their frustrations on his literally unique first name. I don't know if they knew his first name. They saw the name on the back of the shirt. I think it's McLean, and they picked on that instead, which uh, you wouldn't think. Uh, Major League Baseball supposedly wants to eliminate 42 minor league baseball teams because they don't meet certain standards. So those teams would allegedly be kicked out of the minor leagues, and those teams allegedly would be given a chance to join some kind of a 
an independent futures league, like future stars of tomorrow independent league, which if that's true, MLB is hoping fans don't realize how difficult it is, and it's difficult, to stay in business as an independent baseball team. No matter which part of the country you live in, here's a guy to a local team that's allegedly on the list of teams to be cut loose from minor league baseball. One of these teams could be near you. Uh, the Billings Mustangs, the Jackson, Tennessee Generals, the Salem Kaiser Volcanoes, that's Oregon, the West Virginia Power, and some 38 others around the country are, again, on this list. And this list allegedly is of teams that are going to be kicked out of uh, minor league baseball. Now, there's going to be a lot more to come out on this story. And in general, Without knowing any details, we absolutely do not want to see any minor league teams thrown out of minor league baseball. One thing we do know right now is it just looks bad. Major League Baseball told the New York Times that eliminating numerous teams and ballplayers from the minors would increase salaries and working conditions would improve. Players would play in better ballparks. They'd have more days off. They'd travel less and they'd travel better. They'd stay in better hotels. But Major League Baseball, right now as a league, MLB is richer than it ever has been in its entire history. And the league says the only way it can increase the players' subminimum wage pay is by eliminating jobs. The uh, Hallmark movies are in full swing. If uh, There's what? There's two Hallmark channels and there's uh, Lifetime, which also counts. They show Christmas movies uh, 24 hours a day. And we sit around and we watch these movies. I'm serious about this. We would tell you if we liked them. We'd tell you if we take them seriously. We've actually tried watching them alone and just making fun of them alone, but it doesn't work. we got to change the channels because the, the movies are so terrible. Again, I sincerely apologize. Our opinion is no better than anyone else's. Uh, so I sincerely apologize if you like Hallmark and Christmas movies. I really do. But we sit around. We watch the movies. Again, there's three channels. You almost never have to watch a commercial. There's three channels. You go from channel to channel, and you just we just riff the movies. You just sit there and watch them and just make fun of the uh, movies. So there was a, a movie on recently. I think it's a newer one. Uh, so this woman is a really terrible personal Christmas shopper. And that's all we'll tell you because you literally could figure out everything else that happens in the movie from then on. You could right now, you could tell us what happens in the rest of the movie. But this bad personal shopper for one of her clients, what she gets him, it's not what he wanted, but what she gets him is courtside seats at a New York Knicks game. And they actually they actually use they didn't use a logo or anything. You don't see him at the game, but they actually use the name Knicks. She actually said courtside seats uh, to a New York uh, Knicks game. So that got our attention. And they actually verbalized this and the name was on the tickets. You actually saw the tickets and she actually verbalized the team that they were playing. The team that's in town to play the Knicks, the Rock City Hurricanes. We absolutely would be all over the second the franchise was named. We would be all over any team. We would absolutely be behind any team named the Rock City Hurricanes. That is an impressive amount of effort. They don't exist, by the way. That is an impressive amount of effort for a Hallmark movie to come up with uh, with that name. By the way, disappointingly, there is no Wikipedia page for the Rock City Hurricanes. And these movies, again, are uh, immensely popular. 
have you tried that uh, video game Cuphead, by the way? We uh, told you about it a little while ago. Everybody already knows about it. Uh, not a sponsor. We definitely tell you. P.S. Who would sponsor this podcast? If you played, let us know. Says in the yearbook at hotmail.com. Again, says in the yearbook at hotmail. Uh, says in the yearbook at hotmail.com to contact us about that or anything else. If you played, let us know how it is. Seriously, uh, because this podcast has no money. Um, but we've been told. Again, we can't vouch for this, but we've been told that no matter what level you're set on, the, the gameplay is difficult. It's, it's a tough game to play. It just looks like the, the gameplay would get tiresome, but we don't know that. But the design, the look, which is pure 1930s, it's right out of the 1930s. The look is unbelievable. Although, you know what? That's overselling. When we say unbelievable, you're not going to believe it when you see it. You're going to believe it. You're just going to say, wow, that looks really cool. And it, it does look uh, look really cool. It's, it's just a beautiful game to behold. Not unbelievable, Cuphead. Is this going to be a Cuphead series, like a TV series? That does not sound great. For many of the same reasons, Halo and Pac-Man. And May 22nd kind of didn't work as a series. As Pac-Man, I think, was introduced to the world on May 22nd. And finally... Um, the 1994 University of Alabama Football Media Guide also did not reveal anything good. Uh, the 1994 University of Alabama Football Media Guide on this team was a quarterback named Freddie Kitchens, who's currently the coach of the Cleveland Browns. We were hoping his bio, which we pulled in the 1994 Alabama Football Media Guide, we were hoping his bio would say something awesome. Again, this is 1994. A team, by the way, that almost won it all. They only had one loss and finished ranked number five. So that team uh, darn near won it all. Um, but we were hoping the bio would say something cool under Freddie Kitchens' bio, like hopes to coach the Pittsburgh Steelers someday, but no. All that was in there is uh, Freddie Kitchens' pre-business major. (laughs) 